Much appreciated. So what do you think of this, this movie? We're talking today about The World Is Not Enough. This is the 19th James Bond movie. came out in 1999. Action-packed movie. A lot of action in this movie. Yeah. A lot of car chases really early on in this movie. A lot of uh, there, there's, and, and, you know, they get a water chase. You get a, you get skiing, a lot of helicopters. Crazy gadgets. You get a lot of crazy gadgets, gadgets or, that. Or maybe that, not, maybe they're not gadgets so much as vehicles, right? Yeah. Vehicle. Well, you know, he's got the one gadget, the thing that puff, puffs itself up under the snow and. Right. Right. And the, the whole, the money is a bomb. Right. Is gadget. I don't know. A lot of I, stuff. I, I see that the, it's it's very clear to me. It just seems very Roger Morrish. It did. It did. Right? Like higher production values, but with a lot really of... Really high. I mean, really high production values, especially the scenes, I guess, are about two-thirds of the way into the movie where he's running around the docks and everything's exploding and there's the giant uh, chainsaw, or not chainsaw, bandsaw thing spinning through, cutting everything. I mean, that was... I like, was good. I like the opening. The opening was great. That little scene with the bankers, yeah, yeah, nice little, nice little tight scene. Yeah, not quite sure. I bought his exit from the well. Room. The thing that he had tied around his belt or whatever it was was so flimsy. Yeah, it really didn't. It like, seemed I like they should have needed to write something in where there's some something else he could use as a rope. There had to be something else other than the the cord from the drapes. It just seems like you know. What do you figure? What do you figure? Pierce Brosnan weighed. Oh, he's two hundred. He's two hundred pounds. One hundred eighty, two hundred. I bet he's yeah. At minimum, he's a buck eighty. Yeah, gotta be because he's tall. I mean, I'm not quite sure how tall he is, but he looks like he's about six feet. He's tall. About so six. I'll, he's about six one, six two with the shoes. Yeah, I'm gonna say an easy one eight. And yeah. didn't he have a briefcase too? A briefcase he had a metal briefcase full of money. Yeah, he's got that's two hundred pounds. Two hundred pounds right. on a cord for the drapes. I don't know about that. It's going so three that's some cord. Why? Why would the cord be three three floors high? <laughs> we got a lot I mean, it was drapery. a good scene. I <laughs> yeah. like the idea that it's just this real tight little. It, it all uh, up until the point where he he jumps out the window with the a three a three store high cord. Yeah, I mean, imagine how mad you'd be if you were just trying to raise the drapes on the window. You know, raise the the curtain up, <laughs> and, the, and the goddamn cord is is uh, sixty or seventy feet long. Yeah, I mean, it you'd be mad. I just it just seems like they wrote themselves into a corner there and and came up with a really bad it, it, I feel like that little bad touch in the opening scene augured poorly for the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know that it was sort of represented the whole movie. Was this a 3D movie by chance? No. No, there's no I don't think there's ever none of those I mean, 3D is brand new. Why Does you remember be- when the when well, cuz at the end it's, like, oh, it's not the end but Remember when? Uh, gosh, what's the guy's name? That kind of that kind of chubby gangster who falls in the oil. I forget his name. I don't remember. You know his... the one I mean, right? He's yeah, falling yeah. in the oil. Like that whole scene with the exploding helicopter and how the little uh, the little uh, saw blades flying out of there. It just seemed like a three D thing. Like if they could have made it three D, it would have been three D. When he's treading water in the oil for all that time, like right the scene right before that, felt like a three D thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I felt like there were a whole bunch of shenanigans in this movie. Shenanigans, yeah. yeah. A lot of shenanigans. Lot the of money shenanigans. is a bomb. And then and then he goes down to the Q lab 
And not only do they have just the boat he needs, right. but it's... It's got it's, a launch. It's got a window. <laughs> right. It's got a window that just shoots it out onto the Thames. Right. Like, just in case you need to hit the Thames at about, you know, 80 knots, you can do right. it. And really, it, it's, not even, it's not even a vaguely practical design for a boat. It does it, 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 you know, I guess the boat itself is armor plated, but there's no glass it's yeah, like, there's so no it's not, there's no window. Like the boat right. itself can take a hit from you know a, a, a rocket launched missile, but there's no glass. So he, the right. whole time he's sort of squinting at the sea spray. Right, and, and what, who, year, what yeah. year did you say this was made? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. So who, it's not it's not that long ago in no. terms of like police technology. Uh, like if you. If you if you attacked like a government building on a speedboat on the on the Thames in 1999, you'd you'd never be able to get away because there'd no. be helicopters. You know, <laughs> yeah. it would be. You know, remember like when OJ was was trying to get away. You know, and, and <laughs> right. you know, he ends up. It, it, eventually, it dawns on him. You know that with all these helicopters, I'm not going anywhere. Right. And the car slows down to five miles an hour, and it's like, well, I don't know. How, you know, but he's not getting anywhere. There was no out. There was no move he could pull. Right? Mario Andretti couldn't have gotten out of that situation because <laughs> it wasn't like you had to dodge one helicopter. You had to dodge all of them. Right. right. And they've already got a mark on you. I mean, maybe in a car. I mean, you know, you could do some kind of Goodfellas thing where you get into a parking garage and maybe you get out. Yeah. I don't know. But a boat on the on the Thames. How, and how then is- and then she escapes in, a, in an air balloon or tries to. <laughs> of all, who escapes in an air a hot air balloon? Nobody. Of it's like pick something. Well, right. you know, I need an, a really good escape vehicle. It'll be a hot air balloon. We'll get away easily in that because no one will see that. Right. No one will will ever. It'll never think to anybody will occur to them that the that, that that that's me in there. Nobody pays attention to hot air balloons. And they're so easy to maneuver and control exactly where you want them to go. That's how I'll get away. <laughs> just so it terrible. Like a bizarre, and a really bizarre coincidence. And then, you know. and then, when now, did it occur to you when uh, the, the the girl in the hot air balloon is she's got the gun pointed at the canister, and uh, Bond is like, "I'll protect you. I'll protect." Didn't he seem a little pleading? A little too pleading. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I felt you know, like... Wouldn't he have kept I, I, his cool a little bit more than that? I'll protect you. I didn't think that he was groveling. I thought that he was mm. intent because he saw what she was going to do, and he was he was being... Uh, he, he was exerting his will. I, I don't know. Mm. I, I see what could you mean. Go, could go either way. Yeah. And then he falls. I mean, he flips over. He lands so hard. He flips over a million times. He's rolling over and over and just a, just a dislocated a dislocated collarbone, not even a broken collarbone. Yeah, I kind of like the idea, though, that they set him up that for the rest of the movie, he's got a, a, a an injury. Yeah. Like, that's not a bad gimmick. Yeah, this that's was the something first, they hadn't done before. Yeah, this is the first time they did something like that. Yeah, I kind of like that. And if, that, and then, if you uh, could if you could take that kind of fall and all you get is a dislocated collarbone. Anyway, yeah, overall though, I mean, what did you think of the movie overall? I mean, we'll still go well, into detail on parts of it, but I thought it was it looked good and it had you know it had like the right style, yeah. Like, but it it was just so poorly written. What did One you think of M? I, M spends her entire the entire movie in the the prison. Yeah, you know what. 
I think that that was so contrived. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like what they got is they're, they're now M's in her, she's Judy Dench is in her third movie as, as M and she's great, right? Everybody, you know, I, I, I universally wonderful. Yeah. I think the most anybody, I don't, I don't know. It seems like everybody likes her and it's a tough role because you know, the, what's his name? Bernard Lee defined the role back in the Connery era and with Roger Moore. And then they had that other guy in that nobody really even remembers, but he kind of was just, uh, just like generic 62 year old British stiff. Right. And now Judy Dench comes in and she does a great job and she works up a, what I think is a, a fascinating relationship with, uh, Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. in the other two movies. Yeah. Where she's, you could still say M holds Bond in contempt, just like it used to be, but it's for different reasons now. Uh, and I feel like somewhere they got in her head, well, we've got her. She's great. Let's get more M. Let's get more Judy Dench in the movie. Let's write a big part for her. And I feel like that misses the whole, uh, you know, Bernard Lee was great in these movies. He was fantastic as M in the old Bond movies. But it, part of the reason that he was so fantastic is that he always left you wanting more, right? That you never really got enough of, of M, right? That's the, that's the sort of character M needs to yeah. be. Same thing with the Q in the one movie with uh, Timothy Dalton, where Q was uh, he was like a field agent for a while, right? A field yeah. agent, and he's like uh, camping out with uh, uh, whatever her name was, you know, the girl who uh, the heli- the airplane pilot, right? Yeah, it's too much, too much. Yeah, I think it just came across as contrived, like you know, and and it, and it just takes away from her character because she's so she's she just comes across as being so smart and competent. And cold when she needs to be cold, and then she makes such a you know seemingly silly error to error to to make this personal. It seemed yeah. out of character. Yeah, it seemed way out of character. I guess they felt like, well, we you know we got we got Judy Dench signed up for this thing. We better right. Better yeah, just, but it's it just you know less less is better. And speaking of Q, that this is the last appearance of uh, the old Q. What's his name? I don't think we've ever mentioned his name. Llewellyn something, something Llewellyn. Oh yeah. Hold on, let me let me look at his. Uh... Yeah, because uh, Cleese has introduced this as a, his assistant, right? Right, and slash replacement. Yeah. I don't even see his name on this. Uh, I'm looking at looking at the, the the Wikipedia entry now, and I'm not even seeing his name on there. It's like they don't want you to think about him anymore. But John Cleese is R. Desmond Llewellyn. Desmond Llewellyn. He looks like a Desmond Llewellyn. He does. Yeah. He's great. He's the only guy from the original cast who got to, who A, stayed this long. Right? He'd been in every one. I mean, this is now all the way, all the time that you and I have been doing Bond. It's been him. The one uh-huh. consistent thing. The one thing you could or always what, Or was he not in Dr. No? Maybe he wasn't in Dr. No. No, he was not in Never Say Never. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's because it was... But I think that's the only one. He wasn't, you're saying he wasn't in Dr. No. Did they not have a gadget lab in Dr. No? I think maybe maybe they didn't have it. I don't think they did. Any, any, well, let's say it like this. Anytime there's been a gadget lab, it's been Q. 
No, I think that there was a guy in Dr. No, they called him like the quartermaster who came in. Oh, and, and you know uh, what? You're right. Because they do call, well, Q was the quartermaster. Like, that's that what the Q his, stands for. Yeah. And it was a different guy who came in and gave Bond a new gun and said, hey, give me that old Beretta. That Beretta is like a lady's gun. You're going to use the Walter uh, PPK from now on. And Connery tries to slip out of the office with the Beretta because he still wants to use it because he's familiar with it. And M gives him the, oh, and, and uh, 007. Yeah, leave that uh, gun on my desk. Right. Uh, so no, he wasn't in Doctor No, but he was there from the second one. He was there from uh, from Russia with Love onward. He's the guy who spans you know all eras from Connery to. Uh, now, what do you think? What do you think of Cleese as, as a replacement? Too silly. Yeah. Yeah, it's too goofy. Like I, lo- I love John Cleese. It's, it's in, in like a Roger Moore type of way. Maybe yeah. Cleese, I'm not even saying Cleese couldn't be the guy as the actor to play the role. It's just the way the tone of the scene is too much like the Roger Moore cue scenes yeah. where it was all a bunch of gags, you know. Uh, you know, everything was a gag. Was this the first Bond movie? Bef- I remember in the Daniel Craig movie, they tor- he gets tortured. But in this movie, he gets tortured in that, uh, what do they call it? It's like a rack. Yeah, well, I don't know if they gave it a name, but I know what you mean. And then the Russian guy shoots his uh, monocle, bond, yeah, yeah. bonds off. I'll tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like when that girl took her ear off. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why that really bothered me. No, it like, it's bad. It just seemed gross. It seemed grosser than if it was her whole ear. If it was her whole ear... I don't know. I, I mean, that would have been like unusual, but it, it was uh, the way half her ear came off. It was well. It's like an it's like an earring. Over. I gotta tell you though, it was a pretty good effect though. It really did. Look How do you like think the, they did that? Did I don't screen, know. Like a little blue piece of blue tape on there. Or something? I don't. We should. I bet Sandwich would know. Oh, I bet Sandwich. I bet there's like a name for it in the industry. Like that's the that's the uh, oh that's the old that's a Rokerage, uh, pr- uh prosthetic. <laughs> you know, a little bit of silly putty. I can make you one of those. Right. Like, is it an ear? Like, was the whole ear phony and the other is like taped back? Or was it, because uh, they didn't do computers back then. Yeah. What What was the deal with, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about the whole thing either with the, the, the what was her, was her name? Electra? It was Electra. Electra, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Carmen Electra. Right. Uh, who was or chasing the them when Electra. they were, when they, and then, you know, again, with the Roger Moore stuff, but the, the ski chase, you know, and, and it was like... good. It was well done. It was a well done ski chase, but it's like, I don't know. It just seems like, it seems like they've suddenly got the franchise back on sure footing and, and where do they go to for ideas? But like <laughs> water chase and ski chase yeah. and helicopters. And then they, then they have Denise Richards as a nuclear scientist. And yeah. all I can think about is the, the last Roger Moore movie, A View to a Kill, where there was that... The, sci- that, the scientist lady, yeah, that was yeah, it, clearly not a scientist. Right. And uh, we had that whole discussion about how can an actor who is dumb play smart? Right. It just doesn't... It, it, you know, it just seems like impossible. Like, you know, a dumb guy could play... A smart guy could play dumb. But a dumb guy, it just seems almost impossible. And Denise Richards, I mean, God bless her. Maybe she's a nice woman. But she's so clearly not a nuclear scientist. <laughs> It was better done, though. It, uh, it, 
you know, and it, I guess oh, it, she it makes... Was, she, Denise Richards is way prettier than the, 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 the other one. Yep, yep, way prettier, definitely. So I'm not going to complain as much about it, because but then, sure, And she's just not, very you know. similar scenes, where it, it just seems oddly similar for something. And it, we're talking, it's only 14 years later, right? I mean, it's not like people forgot about A View to a Kill, but it's very similar scenes where they're underground in a mine that was ostensibly on the up and up, but that the bad guy had this nefarious plan to to blow up uh you know that it just seemed like some very similar scenes where it's bond and the very pretty dumb nuclear scientist you know in an adventure in a mine underground it just seemed like a lot of deja vu yeah and i mean looking back at the early early bond movies this is a big part of where what I think you were kind of saying, which is you know, and we've mentioned this before, but but it's it's saying that there are these, there are these you know they're not necessarily global issues and global problems. These are these are issues that are more about, you know, this this is a small time thing. It's important, but it's a small time thing. It's personal. It's you know, yeah. it's 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 Bond has to go in and. And fix I something. Do, it's not I saving do, the world every single yeah. time. I, I feel like they tied it together at the end. I mean, I, I, I guess we've been hard on it overall. And, and I do, there's so much stupidity in the, in the movie, and it's hard for me to forgive that. I do feel like they kind of tied it together at the end, and they didn't let it fall apart into... Just, some, just big explosions one right, after another after another. Right. And, uh, and there's a real good line. I thought this was a really good line, a good Bond line. Where the I forget I don't know I just wrote down the line I don't know who said it I don't remember which girl said this a girl one of the girls says I have to get it back or someone is going to have my ass and Bond pauses for a second and just raises an eyebrow and says first things first <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who said it but who I wrote that, that line down I don't know but it's pretty good I missed that uh, yeah I have a note here how Electra's half ear attached how I don't know it was. Good effect. I like at the end of the movie where Bond just goes up and shoots her. Oh, when he's running up the... Uh, he's up upstairs at the top of the tower the or whatever. Tower, yeah. And she's there and, and, and uh, you know, a little bit of talk and then... I love... What I loved about that scene is when he's running up, he's running up to the top of the tower. He, he, he runs by the door where M's back in there. Busts open the door, shoots a lot, keeps running out. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, M is like wigging out because she doesn't know what the heck's going on. Somebody's busting through the door shooting... She's like, her reaction, I actually watched that a couple times. Her reaction is great. She's totally freaking out in there. Like, she's just like, you know, like putting her hands up over her face and her ears and jumping. Worth watching twice. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, I don't know. What should I give it? Three stars. Out of how many? Five. Three out of I five say, for all bo- my, my five star scale goes, one star is awful just dreadful two stars bad three stars good four stars uh all star good and then five stars is hall of fame good like five stars you 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 get your light you can't you can't even give more than like one five star a year like that's the hall of fame that's not just making the all three in that in that in that scale three makes sense I like to force myself. I don't like to have one that's like okay, like where you get to choose bad, good, or okay. I, I think you should force yourself to choose between bad and good. So I don't have one that is just eh. Sort, no, of, like, I, okay, sort but, of like going right from D to B. 
in grades. Like you can't, I don't give out C's. There's, okay, well, there's a, couple, there's a couple things here that we didn't talk about. One of them is the whole way that Bond treated his gun in this movie seemed wrong to me. There was at least two, if not three times, when he puts it in his belt. I didn't notice that. Okay, he does it two times in the opening scene where he's, uh, where, where he's um, up in the room where he's got to tie the, right. the rope and jump down. Two different points in that scene, he shoves it, just shoves it down in his belt. And then he does it again when he's jumping down at the end to get into the sub. He shoves it in his belt, and then he does the dive. Now here, okay, we, I got to ask you about this dive in a second, but he does the dive with, it, with the gun shoved into his pants, and he does the dive head first down, and the thing stays in his belt. Now that that doesn't seem plausible was, to me. You ever gone on a water slide? He was on, yeah, yeah. And yeah. let me put it this way: everything he, comes up in the water slide. Exactly. Like if your teeth stay in. Yeah. Well, he was in the navy. They might teach you like a certain way to put your gun in. And here's belt. another thing: if I'm diving like that, wouldn't you want to dive feet first? Oh no, it's no style. That's, no, that's, I mean, if you see the guys who do the cliff jumping, yeah, they go head first sometimes. But sometimes the guys they do feet first. Oh, I'd go head first. Head first. You hit something there. I mean, I wouldn't you rather hit something with your foot than with your nah, head? Screwed either way if you hit something. That's true. I guess it wouldn't matter at that point. What about Robert Carlyle? But what do you say about Robert Carlyle? What, what did you think of him? Is it, you know, he's the gang. He's the gangster I was talking about. Right. Goes down into. I like him. He's a great. He's a fun actor. Yeah. Plays a good uh, Russian. He took it very. I think he took it very seriously. The part. Yeah. It took him about 30 minutes for him to shoot the buckle off, though. Hmm. Did you notice that when he's pointing his cane? No, no, no. That's not Robert Carlyle. Oh, wait, Robert Carlyle is the guy with the bullet in his head. Oh, right. Okay, wait a minute. What's the guy's name? What's the other guy's name? The other I guy's name. The Russian, the Russian yeah. uh, mobster. What's his name? I don't know. He was good. Though. Now it's going to bug me. I feel like he kind of died ignominiously. Yeah. He kind of came in and then did like a Tuco's law violation instead of just shoot. Instead of just shooting her, he came in and let her, you know, yap 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 until she yeah. shot him. Don't look under my hat. Okay, so Robert Carlyle is um, is the terrorist, the kidnapper, right? And yeah, he the the movie I'm most familiar with him in is Train Spotting. He's uh, Begbie in Train Spotting. That's okay. The uh, sort of yeah. borderline yeah. psychopath, yeah. maybe not even borderline. No, not and borderline. somehow you know, and I, you know, obviously you know, it, you know, a, like a sort of an Irish mullet and a mustache is a very different look than right. Having He's almost almost unrecognizable between the two. Yeah, he does. Roles. It just seems more. He just seems to look a lot more different than just shaving your head would make you look. I don't know. Like it's he's almost yeah. He does seem unrecognizable. No, as the bad guy, he's he was kind of interesting, you know. And it's yeah, different, a definite different, yeah. And it, it's like a good. He's a great I think, actor. I mean, he's just a great actor. I think it's a good Bond gimmick that he, uh, you know, had the bullet in his head and and could feel no pain. Right. But his time was limited. Sort of like the, uh, sort of like the androids in Blade Runner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make it's like a good uh, dramatic trade-off. Yeah. Was it that he could feel no pain, or could he feel? Could he not feel anything? Period. I think he could feel no pain. I don't know because I remember he got the thing in his hand. Yeah, I think he could feel. I don't. I don't think he lacked a sensation of touch. I think it was just pain. 
What do you think? Of the overall movie? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Using your scale, I would... I mean, I, I felt like it was better than so many of the other Bond movies. If all we're, if all we're rating are Bond movies, and that's your scale, not like right. any movie, but just Bond movies, it's certainly three. Maybe even three and a half stars if we can do halves. Yeah. No, I don't do halves. But I'll let you do halves. If you want to do halves, you can do halves. I could go with a three or three and a half. I mean, I think it, I think it was a good movie. You know, I movie. think that's a good point, and I kind of feel like that's a, it's a sign of a trouble in the franchise. And I think I, – I'm not familiar. I haven't watched next week's yet, so I don't know. But uh, I kind of remember, though, that the last Brosnan movie was bad. And I think – Die another – die. Uh, wait, The World is Not Enough? No, that's what we just watched. That's what we just watched. Die Another Day. Die Another Day. See, I keep thinking, I keep thinking this one is <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies. Like, I know it's not. Right. But I keep right. thinking of it as that. And I actually I I found, you know what I found? I, you know, we moved, we moved from Florida to Texas here. And so I'm going through boxes. And I had this box. It was just marked DVDs. Like I didn't even remember it. I actually own Tomorrow Never Dies. I own the DVD of this. Huh. Like that I bought like shortly after it but came out. That's and not I, this though. That was that. That was that. But I mean, that was I'm, the one we had trouble getting to. Exactly. Yes. And I, I owned it already in a box. Hmm. Isn't that ri- ridiculous? So this was the world of not enough. Die another day. Worst, worst Brosnan movie. This is the one with the invisible car. Yeah, yeah. And the ice hotel. Yeah, terrible. See, and I, I can't like, wait. To, I can't wait to lay into this movie next week. I'll tell you as what. You, as you go through them in order, and I feel like this is the movie. This one. This week's not next week's. This week's the world is not. World enough. is not enough. Here's the problem, and I think you you kind of touched on this a second ago. Where if you judge it. Only by other Bond movies, it comes off better than if this was the first Bond movie you ever saw. Right. Like, if you had never seen a James Bond movie and you saw this one, you would, I think you would surely give it a lower rating than we've given it. You know, you'd be like, what the hell? Point. How the hell have they made tw-? You'd be like, why in the world have they made 20 of these things? This is, this is cockamamie. So I feel like when the franchise veers in the wrong direction, they do it in a way that sort of is they're relying on the audience's familiarity and fondness for the character and for the... the uh, Right. We can do anything pat- we want with Bond. The, People well, will eat it the, up. The patterns of the movie, you know, that... that They'll eat it up. Right. They're, they're, re- <laughs> they're relying too much on that. On the fact that it, we're talking about Bond. Right. You really ought to... It just seems like a decent rule of thumb that even if you're going to make 20 movies in a series, you should really try to make each one so that it stands on its own. Let's put them underwater in a sub. They'll love it. Get me a hot air balloon. <laughs> put her in a hot air balloon. Yeah, next week's, I think, is going to be pretty bad. Oh, I can't wait to lay into that one. There's so much wrong with that movie. There's so much wrong with that movie. To me, I remember seeing this, and I remember being so excited because I was like, you know what? I really like Pierce Brosnan as Bond. I'm glad to be a part of this right now. I'm glad to see where this is going. You go in, and I remember seeing that movie, and I just remember looking at my wife and saying, what the heck was this? I, I, Did yeah. we just spend money on this? Yeah. What was I, that? It, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I think, I, I think when the I saw it, I think car? I went to see it in the theater. And I did. I think I remember, and then I remember there were stories that maybe that was it, that Brosnan was done. Who knows if the series, you know. And I remember thinking, well, maybe they shouldn't make any more. What did, we didn't say anything about the BMW in this one. Wasn't it another convertible? Yeah, I think it was. I didn't see. I didn't even care. Yeah, Who idea. cares? At least it didn't turn invisible. 